And I'm walking outside, and Ma I was like, Mac, you got a blunt? He goes, got one right nice. here. I was like, hell yeah, I don't got a roll. I'm going to hit his nice. blunt. You feel me? So we go outside, right? And get to our smoking spot. I always make a designated smoking spot anywhere I go. And this motherfucker don't got a lighter. He goes, bro, I thought you had one. I'm like, head ass. <laughs> but in my head, I was like, everything happened for a reason, bro. Like, I really do. I really thought that. And I started walking up, and I got to the, <laughs> damn, bro. bro. I got to the door. And once I got to the door, I kind of looked up, and there was a bald dude looking at me, and he punched me in the arm. He goes, what's up? It's fucking Dana White. Once, five, throw them 20s. Looking dumb in the club, throw no money. Didn't want me, it's so funny. Now nah, they get killed, go get her or go for me. I done made a couple of hundred through pandemic. Hard six Vegas like P, no damn limit. Yo ass nigga money was short, that damn midget. Lifestyle rubbers won't work, I can't fit it. Then he plus the fuck a Netflix. Get her on the prom, then I'm hitting the next bitch. At this point, I could go back to DMV, get my license, but like, I just don't care. Like, until I get pulled over, you know what I'm saying? Well, I don't need it. Hey, what's going on, guys? Big <laughs> Chief here. Welcome back to another episode of To Be Blunt. I'm here with your co host, the, the DJ Whole Water. DJ Burwater in the building, lighting up, smoke up. It's Friday. Yo, sure? the other day when you told me. On Wednesday that we're shooting tomorrow, I literally thought it was going to, yesterday was Friday. You guys confused the fuck out yeah, of me. Yeah, I tried to refix, uh, refix it, but then you said it, and I was like, all right. Yeah, 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 Let yeah. Let it go all but Yeah, know. it's Friday, back on schedule. We shot early last week because we went to Vegas, bro. We went to Vegas, bro. It was lit. We launched our THCA brand. How'd that go? Bro, I walked in. I didn't go. And you know how I used to uh, hang the banners up and the whole booth up with, like, zip ties and make it nice? Right. This time I didn't get no sweat, nothing, no hands dirty. I walked in. <coughs> they had a big-ass Big Chief banner introducing our THC vape. When I mm -hmm. walked in, it was dope. Then I go inside, and every single booth where it says the numbers of the booth, and there's like 10,000, thousands of them, two floors of them, it all said Big Chief. Yeah, that's And then uh, I was there, bro. Uh, literally, I was like, I like doing sales. I didn't have to do it. Yeah. I kept getting nonstop orders. I was like, bro, this makes me feel good. So yeah. I was like, just getting orders nonstop and just passing them, passing them, passing them. And then keeping everybody busy, bro. The, when I, as soon as I left the booth, no one would be in the booth, but I would, and I come back to the booth. No, I'm not even bullshitting you, bro. Any booth that I stood at, cause I'd be smoking and I'd be yeah. chilling, right? They'd come over there, ask Mac, right? People like where the booth, when, when me and my brother were in the booth together, it'd mm -hmm. be more lit. So mm -hmm. More and more people would show up, you know? Yeah. Question as regarding sales, what do you think? The top, let's just say top three things would you would need as an individual to be a great salesman? Uh, people skills, mm -hmm. consistency, and honestly, know how to organize a game plan. Because mm -hmm. you can't go in blind, too. You know what I mean? You have to be ready and prepared. So preparation for the last one. Right. So you got to know the product. Yeah. Literally have to know the product. I agree, yeah. I mean... You don't even have to know the product and sell it, but it won't mean it won't mean shit. Yeah. You feel me? No, like when I started being like a salesperson as a trainer, and like, you know, it was satisfying when you close a deal or you get a new client or something like that, right? And so then high. Like, you start to realize like not only is this like helping you as your uh, individual like confidence, you know what I'm saying? And like being able to talk to people, individuals. But it's like, I feel like being a great salesman helps you. And then when I started like getting clients for Big Chief and dispensaries when we first started building Big Chief, I'm like, 
this is dope. It's it's satisfying. It's uh, you get some. I I get something out of it. Bringing in a new deal or a new client or a new dispensary. Like, what is it? I don't even know. You get a little. You get a little high. But yeah. But one thing about it, even closing the deal, which is more satisfying, is having someone that does sales. Is like honestly, myself, I don't get pushed over. If I'm gonna say my value is this, my value is that, and I'm gonna close the sale, it's gonna feel better yeah. without cl closing the deal and bending backwards. Pause. Yeah. You know what I mean? So get pretty good, much getting fucked. Yeah. So and then you make it happen. Oh, I made a deal. No, you got fucked. You know what I mean? But I see that in sales all the time. People go in there and they get screwed. Sales are all about making money, volume, residual, and knowing your worth. You can have <laughs> like, for example, you can have a fucking Snickers bar, right? Two examples. You can have a Snickers bar. At a regular like uh, food, uh, food for less, but you can have that at the airport. It's supply and demand right there. You feel me? There's not much food spots right there. Shit, I'll just hit the Snickers because what do they advertise? Quenches of hunger. Mm -hmm. Then you got Payless and you got Bl like fucking Balenciaga. Both probably make the same type of fucking shoes in there, right? Yeah. But one's more branded yeah. like that, you know? So when you're in sales, you got to know the difference between those things. You got to know what you're selling, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're val if you're selling a value product, but you're a cheap salesman, it'll never fucking work. Yeah. But if you're a cheap sell, uh, if you're a, like a high salesman and you're selling cheap product, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna do it, but you're gonna get bored. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and it's it levels to the it shit. It takes a lot of experience, and it's also a numbers game. Like Super volume. In the beginning, when you're just starting off, you gotta talk to a shitload of people. You gotta go depending on what it, whatever it is. It's really a numbers game, and then Phone. everything will start to triple down. Trickle down. Things will start to uh, f like flow, like you know, dominoes, like just fall into place. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. It's just sales is. I love it. Sales have changed over the years, including online sales. Now the, it's the marketing person that's getting the sales, right? Yeah. It's the person that's setting up these promotional ads and stuff online. And that's bringing the research into the company, especially around like Christmas time and stuff. Because mm -hmm. they're really heating up on it. Like let's just say it's Christmas wrapping paper. Feel me? There's, there's motherfuckers out there that wait the whole year. Easter's coming up. Oh, yeah. shit. Fourth of July is coming up. Uh, Every single day already have their shit planned. You know what I mean? Right. Remember we were talking about Randy, how he oh, yeah, did yeah. his business? He that's sales too, isn't it? That's starting Every your own business. business. Has sales. Every business has sales. But if you're that's a part, crucial. Let's just say I have Michael back here. What's up, bro? How you doing? Good, good, chilling, chilling. Hey, so pretty much it's a homie, you know what I mean? But uh for example, I went to his store and I, I did the sales, right? Mm-hmm. It's, to me, calling him and going doing a sale, right, is not the same as me walking in and doing the sale because it's more personable because people get a look at you. They see how you move. They saw how you are. You know what I mean? You got to be presentable when you pull up to places like this. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you wear a suit. You feel me? Just look cool. Look fly. Yeah. Look like yourself. Look clean. Clean cut. You feel me? And be yourself. Yeah. And people will really attract <coughs> you that more and you'll get a higher order than even getting it on your phone. Yeah. And this is it's just psychology. And then... I believe every person is different, than, but there's the same type of person in everybody. It's weird. Like, there's types of people, right? And But they could be anything they look like, but they act the same, right? So when I do sales, yeah. I'm like, oh, this guy's like this. So I'm like more cool with it. You feel me? But if it's like a dude that's to the fucking point, I go price this, that, the original, this is the back end. Then I share all the information. Yeah. Then he's more interested. Yeah. No, like what you just said, like, like. Depending on what it is, I just feel, you know how you just said, like, there's something of everyone inside of everybody similar. I feel like for that certain parts, like certain things, like for a salesman, you got to be able to talk to people. So whoever does sales, you got to be able to talk to people. You got to be likable. You got to know your product, like you said. And, and that's part of being a salesman. If you're an athlete, everyone has to work hard. Everyone has to have that winning mindset. You know what I mean? 
Like, it's part of you. It's part of you. And I, I don't know. Sales is dope. But other than that, like, how else did it go? Like, we have some crazy-ass stuff we're doing over there. Bro, it was it was booming, but there's a little thing right there. Like, event, it was, like, the second or second day at the, at the show. And it was, like, it just ended, and we were chilling. And I was tired as a motherfucker, not going to lie to you. Yeah. I think we just drank a milkshake <laughs> at the bunchies. And I'm walking outside, and I was like, Mac, you got a blunt? He goes, got one right here. Nice. I was like, hell yeah, I don't got to roll. I'm going to hit this nice. blunt. You feel me? So we go outside, right? And get to our smoking spot. I always make a designated smoking spot anywhere I go. And this motherfucker don't got a lighter. He goes, bro, I thought you had one. I'm like, head ass. <laughs> but in my head, I was like, everything happened for a reason, bro. Like, I really do. I really thought that. And I started walking up, and I got to the, <laughs> damn, bro. I got to the door, and once I got to the door, I kind of looked up, and there was a bald dude looking at me, and he punched me in the arm. He goes, what's up? It's fucking Dana White. Oh, shit. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, then he told Mac what's up, too, and he was like, he was happy like he won a million dollars or something. Yeah. I was like, damn, I met the president of Vegas. <laughs> but that's that cool. That would me hype, bro. Nah, I, I was, with Dana. That's you what. know what I told? Ask him. I told the doorman that checks the key card. Mm -hmm. How many times? Six, seven times? Yeah, I met Dana White. <laughs> I think I told everybody that. That was a highlight of your trip. Nah, it was funny because I was telling the randomest people that though, not the people that I even knew. Yeah, yeah. But like, I was going up to like the fucking uh, reception person. Hey, I met Dana White. <laughs> no, I mean, we're going to be in Vegas a lot. You're already in Vegas a lot. Like, that'd be someone dope to be able to You got mutual with. friends. Yeah. And that could go a long way, you know? And that that's why we always say like, Go do shit. Go like the bros always doing anything related to the brand. Bros there. I was with time. Bryson Tiller the other day. I was with Chris Brown the, the other club, day. Yeah. No, at, at fucking uh, the afters for Neil's. My mm. homie Neil is like a big manager. He's like Bryson Tiller's manager. But like, oh, I, bro, yeah, yeah. I, I probably bro. bumped into Rich the kid like three times. It's like, excuse me, you feel me? Type yeah, shit. Yeah. It's like so normal being in LA. Then uh, I was on Neon Stream on Monday too. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was me, OT, J Prince Jr., my brother. Yeah. It was legendary, bro. It was hella cool. Yeah. We were talking about that a little bit ago, about the whole streaming shit with the Bo Joe Budden podcast. Do you want to tell, you want to break that down? We, Do you want to talk about we, how, we like. talk about it. We could, let's talk about, is there, or I'll ask you, is there a difference between streaming and a podcast? Uh, Yes. Streaming is, is live and you get a live audience and you got to keep them entertained and pretty much you're not like pretty much some people stream by themselves like Kai, mm -hmm. but then you got other people streaming with a group of people or two or more, you know, mm -hmm. and I feel like everything even streaming is different on the platforms, right? So when Kai brings a stream, he brings it. Random, like when he introduced his Nike deal, or when he was talking about like big. Super Bowl, right? He yeah. brought a whole press conference to his fucking thing, yeah. and he keeps it so exciting and people on his toes. And and then you got Aiden Ross doing the same type of thing, you know what I mean? But not going as crazy as Kai. Yeah. But he's doing the same amount of thing, and there's other people in that lane. But then podcasting is more like there's different types of podcasts too, just in categories. Everything has categories, but podcast is more like. Creating a conversation, sticking to the conversation, mm -hmm. dissecting into that conversation, and knowing the reasons why in different perspectives. That and then that's that's why it's pre-filmed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's topic not based through relevant, not relevant to like current topics mostly. Sometimes you can hear a couple uh, relevant topics here and there, but it's most likely in general topics that people would dive into. Because <laughs> you can go to YouTube and find podcasts about success, happiness, love, comedy. You know what I mean? But yeah. when you go to a stream, that's that all that shit at one time. Yeah. Yeah. What's like more difficult it, to you? Like, streaming or podcasting? I would say 
I would okay, hold on. I'll break down and I'll answer that question. So I feel like streaming is more of a, like a free for all. Everything goes. Everything. Everything goes. It's not specific. You could do whatever you want. And a lot of people nowadays they do it for uh, reactions, and it's like the best thing because if you have a personality, if you have character, people like that. People love that. Yeah, people like it. And I feel like podcast is just more on a. I'm not gonna say serious, but more like intellectual conversations. And yeah, long conversations, like, because I don't know about you, but like, I used to like, I re I still do. I love listening to people talk about certain things, especially if it catches my interest, because I like to hear other people's perspectives, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel like- It's very interesting. Yeah, and that's why I feel like podcasts are always going to be there. Streaming is blowing the fuck up, always going to be there. But there's two different, different categories, two different fields. And at the end of the day, me, preferably, I like podcasts more, because I like- the deep intellectual conversations, you know what I mean? Um, what was your question again? Like, which one do you think is more like, oh no, what, I forgot. Do you guys remember? Oh yeah, which one, not, oh. I wouldn't say difficult, but which is more like, like. I would say podcast. I would say podcast because streaming, you can do anything. Podcast, you're coming into a field where there's so many good podcasts out there, like so many, yeah. so many. Then not just that, you. Ha it's I'm gonna say it's kind of saturated right now because a lot of people feel like they have something they talk to talk about that people want to hear. You know what I'm saying? But like in my opinion, I feel like you really gotta have something to talk about. You really gotta have gone through shit. You've really had to have to experience. It's per podcast is personal shit. experience for yeah. sure. And and that's my point. Like. When people hear listen to podcasts, if they're listening to something they're not really intrigued, they're just going to somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Streaming, same thing. If they're not entertained, they could go somewhere else. But like podcasts is like we need, like especially on YouTube, you need people to be watching the whole fucking podcast to make money. You need people to be subscribed and engaging in that shit. And streaming, you know they send you money. Yeah, like yeah. you got to earn the money. Like people get donations and every single thing like that. And then when you get a certain amount of views and a certain amount of followers, you get a partnership, and then they can pay you, and you can get a bag off of there, bro. But to me, I feel like streaming is more difficult because I try streaming, and with streaming, you need to have a lot of engagement when you do stream because mm -hmm. then you can interact off the person, right? How I literally had to learn was I tried to stream before, but I had like 300 followers. And out of 300 followers, it would be like 15, 20 people in there, right? And if that, that would be a high yeah. amount of people, you know what I mean? We had 70 some people sometimes, 80. We had 120. For like the game shit. Yeah, for the game shit, you know what I mean? But other than that, it's like, uh, it's not the same when when you have like 2,500 people, mm -hmm. 3,000 people, even 1,000 people, 500 people. That shit is like, they're asking you questions right there. And then you start answering them and you become yourself. Then you get a cult following and you create from there. I see multiple of my friends do that. One thing that wraps both of those things around is, you know, Duke Dennis, right? Mm -hmm. uh, he talked about it. It's like he gave out free game. I'm not going to lie to you. People, it's been on the internet for a minute. You know what I mean? But he's pretty much like, if I could lose every single thing right now, how would I go viral? Well, he goes, first of all, I create a YouTube channel. And on the YouTube channel, I would talk about things, right? And then I would make clips from these things and put them on TikTok and 
put them on uh, YouTube reels. But what I would talk about is someone relevant that I'm trying to be like and hashtag them on multiple things and to enter their algorithms. So when people search them, they search me, then put myself into the name of conversations with them uh, if they're high. You know, you feel me? You don't want to go somebody that's low. You want to aim to the top. You feel me? So then when you're talking to that person, you're more not like, oh, I'm like this. You're more like collaboration with that person. Then you'll get the valid, uh, you'll be valid, bro. They'll put the valid... Validation. Validation uh, on your name and that in that point that you're viral and then you're like Joe Budden. Joe Budden is beefing with Kai right now, right? And people are like, why is an old head beefing with a kid? 22 year old. Because none of the 22 year olds or kids are talking about Joe Budden. But this man is so smart. He took a shot at Kai, uh, at Kai, so streamer, Kai, a streamer, yeah. so he would react so they could keep this motherfucker relevant. You feel me? And I met Joe. Joe, cool as fuck. But he's very a businessman and related to what he says to keep himself popping whenever he talks about somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. It's relevancy because that's what he makes his bread. Uh, in, that ca- <laughs> in that category, bro, you can do streaming and podcasting together or you can just choose one in the category and just become the best at it. I totally believe that too. But I never tell your, like tell people to hold in one basket in content. Keep doing multiple content because you never know what could be your niche. But just stay consistent on every single thing through. If you're going to start something, don't finish it. Just keep going consistent yeah. with it because it might be the one. Yeah. No, even exactly. if you're doing multiple things, you gotta you can't do multiple things. Shit, stay with that one. But you can. I definitely fucking recommend it, bro. Yeah. Bro, kind of off topic, but because related to my coughing last night, I'm like smoking, right? I'm playing the duty smoking and shit and then like I call, I'm calling it now I usually smoke like whatever I have left or a blunt before I go to bed and I fucking start having like a crazy cough attack bro like how long it's probably like five six minutes that's a long time a minute's long no and I'm talking about I'm not even smoking I can't even talk like I'm just coughing and Is I'm like uh, uh. no like I'm coughing I'm throwing up in your house? Yeah, in the trash can. And and this is the second time it happened. And I'm like, was it something I ate? Because the last time it happened was like three, four days ago. And it was the same thing. I'm Allergic reaction? Up, I'm coughing. That's what I was thinking because my tongue was feeling weird, bro. And then I'm like, what the fuck is going on, bro? Your shit probably swelled up too, huh? Probably. I was about to go to the hospital. That's what the how fuck bad did you it was. Eat? I'm, I ate this like chocolate hostess thing. It's like a it's like a Twinkie, but chocolate. Why don't you get yourself tested for any allergies and let them? Know? I should, bro, because that shit tripped me the fuck. I'll go out. with you too, cause I'll check. Hey, we were like, we're both allergic to avocados. Yeah, no, yeah. we should. I'm down, bro, because honestly, bro, I was like, like I'm telling you, I couldn't even. There, there wasn't even ten seconds where I wasn't coughing in between, <laughs> and I'm trying like to that. throw up, and my head's hurting. I'm trying to throw up nothing, and I'm not even trying to throw up. It's just, and then I'm like. I can't even breathe. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. As a doctor, what I would recommend is uh, <laughs> smoke some weed. <laughs> no, kidding. what I did was like, uh-huh. like I literally, bro, it's like five, six minutes straight, bro. It just seemed longer than that. But I, after that, like when I was able to start breathing, I started drinking Powerade. And then I started like eating something like, oh, I ate hot Cheetos. Because I'm like, let me try to see if it was that, whatever was in that chocolate Twinkie. And then. I started to calm down. Fat I sm- boy. I smoked. Yeah, yeah. And I smoked and I was a little better, but like still, like even right now, like I'm like still coughing more than usual. I'm hey, like, stay on your health, fuck? bro. I saw, uh, I remember you shot a, a TikTok long time, time ago. The smokers be like something. And then you got Jelani, Henry, me, everybody oh, yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. 
Bro, why you look so skinny and why are you like this now? You got your grown man body? What? Like you literally gained like 20 pounds, huh? Yeah, I did. No, what it what it was is I literally like and I'll be honest, I thought about this. I'm like, fuck. Does it feel good though? Like the 20 pounds? No, I feel good. Well, yeah, yeah, that's all that matters. Though. I feel good, but like obviously you know I was in that fitness shit. Like, and I still like I take my shirt off. I don't have like a big ass stomach or anything, but my weight distributes throughout my whole body well. And honestly, it's like, damn, bro, like, what is it? I ask myself, what is it? I go to the gym, and it's like, dang, I really got to diet. Is it the alcohol? No, I don't drink that much anymore. Like, maybe once a week. It's those hostesses, bro. No, it's not that at all, bro. I just literally. What, is it your body just being your body? Yeah. You just getting and then, thick? And then it's, no, oh. yeah. No, well, because, yeah, before even growing up, I've always been. And then even before I got finished, I was thick, bro. Like, I was not, as, I was a little thick. You're like your this. brother. Your brother's like this. Yeah. And, and your brother used to be see, like this. You my uncles, like this. My dad and my uncles, they all have the same body shape. Just thick, bro. Not fat. You hit puberty. But, like, nah, what it is, is like, bro, like, I don't, me personally, like, uh, it's like this. Like, all right, I'm a dad a lot of times. You don't look horrible. No, I, I don't feel horrible. I don't, bro, I'm good. It I'm, just, like, your face was like. No, yeah, because I was fucking locked in on the fitness shit. But I'll give you an example, bro. Like, what it is. Y'all used to be small. I'm, like I'm this. on that dad life shit. I'm on that dad life shit. I'm on that businessman shit. Like, I still hit the gym four times a week. I started boxing, so I do that once a week. Maybe that Just help. to kind of, no, that's going to help for sure. But what it really is, I thought about this. Like, I was just like, bro, I'm just at a point in life right now where, like, everything is everywhere. You know, like, meaning I can't just... When I was on fitness shit, like, I, I had a strict routine, a strict schedule, a strict diet. I can't because my son wants McDonald's. I got to get him McDonald's. You think I'm going to make chicken rice? No, nah, I'm going to get a double cheeseburger, bro. That's why. You know what I'm saying? It's the hostess like, and the double cheeseburger. And it's like, it's like I'm, I'm really on that dad life shit, bro. And that's what I call dad, dad bod. The dad bod, bro. And I'm like, fuck it. Like, Ugh. accept it. But I'm not letting go. I still go to the gym. I start boxing. I ain't it's letting just, go. It's just, I don't. I don't need to be that type of body anymore, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like you. Like, you're single, bro. You're you're still trying to look a certain way. You're still young. You're, you're, I ain't got no fufa. You're younger than me, bro. And then it's like you have more time to focus more on you. Yeah. You know bro. what I mean? I don't have that much time. I'm scared to have I a dad bod. But my grandpa and my dad got a gut. I ain't trying to be in the gut club. MJ on the way. What do you think? You got a mic? Shit. What, what about? What exactly? What we just talked about. About the bod? Yeah. Like about the, like the fitness shit and all that? Like, bro, single. Right. You know, when you're single, <laughs> you, you, you have more time to be focused on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Because, like, I haven't been single for, like, th no, like, four years, bro. Okay. But you, be, you have time to work out, though. Wait, let them answer. So, let them answer. So here's the, here's the honest truth. So before that, I was single for, like, a long period, for, like, uh -huh. a couple years type shit, you know? And I definitely like locked in on myself like during that period. Right. But I got in the relationship and then you lose yourself for like a year or two. Yeah. You have to. It's just yeah. it's the way it is. Part of it. It's part of it, yeah. And then after that, you can get back on your shit. Yeah. You can kind of spread yourself out a little bit after. Yeah. Bro, I was gonna tell you something. I was gonna share, but you remind me of it. Bro, there was a time of period I was getting thick too, bro. Uh -huh. I was getting thick, bro. And it was like for three months. Not gonna lie to you. I was doing my thing, you know what I mean? And I was getting tired. <laughs> I was getting tired, and I was like, hold on, hold on. I was like, oh, hell no. Uh, bro, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm not going to say I stopped talking to that every girl, you feel me? Uh -huh. 
But I was like, let me get right real quick. Went to the gym, bro, and I got. I told myself right then and there. I was looking at myself like I wasn't even. I was doing my thing, but I know what I could do. You feel me? Yeah. Like, oh, you feel me? And I was like getting tired. I was like, why am I breathing so hard? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. quick. And I'm like, bro, this is crazy. I like, I don't got to work out consistently. Like, and then I started literally hitting the uh, stairmaster. Then I started hitting the treadmill. Started running. Started hitting hikes. Was in the gym five, six days a week, and I've been consistent for. Three years already, like how I am right now, bro. And I noticed, like, my face got skinnier. I went from one, like, I was, like, 191, 188 to all the way to 175, which is, I always feel healthy at, you know what I mean? And even when I get to 170, I feel healthy. But 175 is cool. I like that. I keep the extra, you know? But honestly, health affects every single thing. Like, if you, I'm not going to talk down to anybody, but if you're a big boy, you can't go more than two rounds. Unless it's like, <laughs> well, see, like that's sing- so, so. All right, let's let's break that down. That's single talk right there. Yeah or no? It is. That's single talk. Yeah. But like, you trying to pump and dump? You're trying to do? <laughs> no, no, hell no. Like I'm you good, bro. I'm, my testosterone's good. I can last long. I'm good. I'm still not no one minute man. That's my a thing big is, effect with health, bro. My if thing is like, bro, like it's just about balance and time, bro. Like I gotta, I gotta dedicate more. And I, I don't have that to dedicate right now. You have the time to dedicate. You've been single for longer than three years. You know what I'm saying? So that's why. When I was single, bro, I'll boy, be single I'm forever. in the gym. <laughs> I'm in the gym. If I was, bro, come on, bro. Like, And then honestly, too, when you have a kid, you'll, you'll notice, bro. Like, you're going to, you're obviously, you love fitness. So it's going to be a me. part of your life. Bless you. Bless you. And, Bless and, me. and I love fitness. Head. So that's why I still work out. But it's like, damn, if I get over 200 pounds, then I'm be like, holy shit. If I get like real You're not fat, 200 yet? No, I'm like 191. Like, close. Yeah. Damn, bro. 99%. But like, it's also too, bro, I have a lot of muscle on me from when I was, you know what I'm saying? It's just I it's put just on, under like, the, uh, I put on a lot of water weight and it is what it is, bro. <laughs> I just don't care. Bro, you eat so many tacos, bro. You don't think that helps? Bro, I don't care. Who am I going to, who do I have to impress? Yourself? No, I don't. Down. When you're, you're bro, letting yourself go. Bro, I'm not letting myself go. If I was, I wouldn't be at the gym. <laughs> nah, nah I just, see. Bro. Well, you do more cardio than um, anyone I, do I know. cardio, bro. <laughs> just, except I for JJ. I eat and, a lot. You, you do so much cardio, bro. I can tell you that. JJ eats healthier than me. JJ don't eat no sugar. JJ eats way healthier than me. Yeah, JJ But like JJ's an athlete. Bro, still playing football type shit. Bro, like, when I met bro, bro, I'm just straight businessman, dad life. Businessman, dad life. That's just what I'm about right now. And in the gym, I squeeze it in there a little hour, four or five times a week, boxing once a week. I'm chilling. Hey, bro, before I get to what I want to go and talk about, these hats just dropped today. We film on oh, Friday, yeah. so it's Monday when you're seeing this episode. You can check if they're available right now on the website. There's only one, uh, 100 available. You can scan the QR code on the uh, website, check it out, so it saves your time. I don't want to fucking make you do the most right there, you know? Uh, other than that... I was really happy about these hats. I already did this hat for like nine months straight, and it fucking didn't even change in the back and didn't droop, nothing kept its shape. Mm-hmm. The only thing is under the brim, I as many blunts on the road, I go like this sometimes, right? And I have prints of fucking green all in <laughs> under my hats, bro. Mm-hmm. But then it's I wear this hat everywhere. You can wear it to the gym, <laughs> but I wear it outside. I wear it to the club, the restaurants, photo shoots, <laughs> the same hat. And it hits every single yeah. fit. You feel me? The black one. Then the blue one and the red one, super fire. The red one is a Valentine's Day special. So if you have a special someone, give them the red one. There's red on pink. You know what I mean? And the blue, you know how to do for my cousins. Love. Yeah. 
Yeah, you guys don't miss out. These are gonna sell out quick. And like I like bro was saying, the type of quality of these hats and all that, you're gonna want this in your collection. Don't miss out. We're not gonna redrop this shit. Ever. And it comes Ever. with a dope sticker pack and it comes with a card. Yeah. So it's one on one special. They're never gonna drop again. And I'm gonna see some of y'all out there with a the hat and I'm I'm gonna be more excited than you are. You yeah. feel me? Trust. If, you, if you're a real supporter, buy one of these hats. Buy one of each. The price gonna go up when they resell them eventually one yeah. day. I it's gonna get there because we've been working on our merch line, bro. We got a lot of shit dropping in the vault. Hey, but anyways, when I came back from Vegas, other than that, right? It was lit. The TPE show was lit. Uh, I noticed right before I went in Vegas, like these apartments, because we're in downtown, right? Mm -hmm. And there's these high rises. There's three of them. And uh, I looked it up a long time ago. This Chinese billionaire uh, abandoned them. Had a, like a what is it called when? You don't have enough money. What do you do? I don't know. You're talking about the crypto ones? No, nah, in front of the crypto, crypto ones. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, uh, he filed bankruptcy, and then pretty much they just sat there for two, three years. It got security on them, but you never see security anymore, right? One day, I seen a hand on there printed with, like, two fingers up like this. Feel me? It was a glove painted. I know you've seen it around mm -hmm. L.A. sometimes. Someone went and graffitied over it, and then someone went on top of that graffiti and graffiti re-up. Someone went under that one and graffitied something, right? Then I started seeing people go to the side and do it. Then I went to Vegas and I was like, damn. I was telling my brother, damn, they're graffitied the fuck out of this hoe. Yeah. I came back, the whole fucking row was done. The night I came back, uh, uh, I was looking right there. And there's like, I was looking from the, I was in downtown. I was looking and I could see where they're going from. I seen like 20 cars parked with different people. Then I started looking up. People started flying in there because y'all looked it up on TikTok. Mm -hmm. You can find anything on TikTok. And then people were like showing how to do all, do, like, do all that shit, but they wouldn't put it on TikTok. I was looking at them do it. And I would see them come up where they came up. You feel me? Because I was smoking the blunts outside. And I seen them spray paint all four fucking sides of all three buildings. Mm -hmm. And then I was passing it the other day like and today. I was looking at the building. You can never notice those buildings before. You see, like, they're just buildings, right? Bro, they look so lit. They look so beautiful. I think they made a... And it's no gang-related activity. If you look on it, not all of them are gang-related. Some of them are people's tag names that they tag on everything, like Hopis, H-O-P-E-S-S. -S. If it's only S, one S, is fake. If it's two, it might be real. You feel me? They tagged it on the craziest spot on top of the building. And I'm like, bro, this is art, bro. This is, like, really L.A. And... It was so like you're some okay piece of, with that? Yeah, because that building I'm is... A, the, they didn't tag anything else that was running around it. Any single... So if you got to realize, one thing LA graffiti artists love doing is anything that's abandoned, they tag. Anything that's live, they try not to tag. The only people that tag really is the people that aren't really the artists. The real artists for graffiti artists, they don't tag on anything like not... With vacant, like that's vacant. Some people don't give a fuck though. You got there's always those people. You know what I mean? But majority of them, you don't see the Ritz Carlton tagged up. You don't see any other building around that tagged up at all. You'll never see it. That building is hella tagged up because it's been banned for so long. They already tagged the bottom of it before. Mm -hmm. And I just tagged up the whole thing. If it was really running, they wouldn't have tagged it, bro. And then there's a lot of podcasts about this. I looked it up about this thing. I started looking up. People started talking about this. There's an art to it, and there's without there's no without rules. There's like it's an animal's world, but you can't stop creativity. At the end of the day, bro, I'm looking at it as a, uh, from owner or a business. Who owns it? It doesn't matter. The bank. It doesn't matter though. At the end of the day, bro, what we're trying to do over here is clean up the fucking streets. Streets are horrible in LA. That's why so many people are moving out. You would agree too. 
So I'm not talking about no fucking no, bro. That, of jacks that is on the a street. nice area right there. One of the nice. It looks nicer now because that shit no, looks lit. No, it doesn't. You're capping. That's bullshit. That's all. At the end of the day, you're looking. How at famous did that get? Hold on, hold on. That became at the iconic. End of the day, at the end of the whoever did that became iconic. No, bro. But the whole building, business, the whole spot became iconic. No, people come to LA. Tagged your place up or the, no? Or the other place. It, it, this You'd is be different. Like, nah, that's fucked bro. This up. is different, bro. This no, it's is not. Bro, this went viral you on made social okay. media. No, but listen, you're to making me. it okay. It is okay it's for this. For this, there's a certain instance for uh, a for aspect. You know why they did it, right? There's a Grammy weekend's happening, right? And they wanted to make it lit, and they all got together and did something dope, right? And it looks nice now because hold on, let me finish. You're it let sound me finish. Like kumbaya. Let me let me finish this. When you walk go around LA, like when people come to LA and they see that shit, they go, "Oh, that's that one building I seen on TikTok." That shit became a fucking like a land, like a spot, okay. like a spot. They're like, "Oh shit, I gotta go see this building." Tourists will come see this building. Oh, I get to go see the Kobe statue. Oh, damn, that stuff right there, bro. There, the Kobe statue was unveiling like on what is it yesterday. And pretty much they had the drones to the building and it was flying around to the Kobe statue place. And I was like, okay, this is pretty fucking cool, bro. Like the city was coming together. All you see was hundreds of people with their phones out, walking by, taking videos of it. If it looked like shit, people wouldn't be doing that. Okay, I understand if it was a live building and they did that, that's vandalism. You feel me? But when It still is vandalism. It is vandalism, but it's art. Now, to me, they created okay, that. So whole, that's how like I look I at said, it now. In your head, you're making it okay. It is okay for you, but for me, in my opinion, I don't think it's okay. You have better security because it's not my building and it's not your building. You're like, fuck it. People are gonna do what they I do. I didn't tag it. This is L.A. It is what it is. The artists but are gonna the be artists. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's still not okay. That's why bro's going to jail for a while. If if it was okay, well, bro, bro wouldn't you said someone that going was to jail for the car takeover. Oh, okay, no. But still. No one went to jail for this. Whoever got caught they didn't arrest would nobody. go to jail. They would get released the next too day. too many of them. They will get released the next day. too many of but them. But they wouldn't even get charged with anything because that's how LA it's works. it's not okay, though. LA made it okay. You have your opinion, and I have my opinion, which at the end of the day, you could, you could, more people are going to go with me and be like, I'm in this area. I, I live in the area, so I enjoy it. You enjoy it. But all That's, I'm saying is I don't agree. With I feel it. like my neighbors enjoy you it too. Do. Not all my neighbors years. enjoy it. The ones that were calling the cops, but yeah, because that's normal. That's normal. All right, there's yeah, right. there's gentlemen right, who wear no, black jackets on the abandoned building spray painting. Let's bring it in. Shit. Take take away the way he's trying to make it seem like art. Is it okay to do that or not? It's not okay, but no, it's not, but it's not but bad. I think honestly, it's a little bit deeper because like if you really it's an LA art thing, it is. But I'm saying like the whole the whole thing's deeper. Mm -hmm. Like that building has been ab abandoned for how long? Like three, three years. years. Three years. Yeah. So I think it was more of a message that those taggers or artists were trying to send out mm -hmm. is to prove a point. Like you guys aren't going to do anything, so we're going to do something about mm -hmm. it. Type shit. Yeah. They didn't just do it to that building. They did it to four or five other buildings too that have been like that for a long time. Right. And I seen one in Koreatown. I was like, oh, this is dope. I seen this motherfucker be fucking high, the grass high and everything. They went and tagged the fuck out of it. Okay, I'm not saying it's not dope, but is it okay to do or not? Fuck, fuck the artist thing. There's They're making a the message, other, bro. Other bit. We're in LA. Right. There's a shitload of other abandoned. It's wrong I'm not like, to build I'm those buildings looking, up. Hold on. I'm looking at it as and a make the business city look standpoint. Like shit. I'm like, damn, now I'm going to have to probably put $50,000 to bring someone in and clean that up. Damn, now it's slowing me down a little more, so it's going to make it harder for me to sell the property. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Uh, that's what I said. I'm that shit is in the most prime real estate ever. Business standpoint. Ain't nobody giving a fuck about that. I wouldn't do it. 
I, I wouldn't be okay with it. I don't want to go see that. That's why I live in the suburbs. I don't want to walk out and see hey, Michael, all over the place. Imagine going to the crypto center and looking up on these three-ass, ugly-ass buildings in front of them not built for three oh, years no, and go to every game. And as, a La- and as a Lakers fan, you're going to be like, God damn, they haven't fucking moved anything in this building for three years, right? No, they're going to be What's like, damn, on? that's L.A. That's L.A. Where you look at the fucking graffiti, you go, that's L.A. That, that's my point. You go to the, you go under the bridge when you're going through the high-rises and stuff on that one bridge when uh, it goes under, yep. you see graffiti on the side everywhere, right? And you go, fuck, that's L.A. And you get the you get the graffiti with the high-rise. That's a moment, bro. That's okay. a moment. All right. You go to Houston. Right, hold on. No, hold on. One more thing. You go to Houston and you see that graffiti be someone. They've done it so many times. The city does it now. <coughs> if you or live, the same person. Hold on, bro. And they love that because it became something. It became bro. art. Chill. If you that's if not you vandalism, that's art. House, let's just say you lived where there's an alley, and you're you're buying a house, and that whole alley is tagged up. Would you want to buy the house that's not tagged up, or the house where it's all tagged up? Shit. Right. Yeah. So as long as it's not on your doorstep, it's okay. That's what we're basically saying. In a, in a sense, yes. It's but, a different aspect of this but it's building. Like, it is no, LA it's at the end of the day. I mean, it, that's that, what it's. But that's my point. You're going to get tagged. So, that, why do you think they're going to remove them mm-hmm. so they could sell the building? They're not going to sell the building with it all tagged up. At the end of the day, a person that's from LA is like, that's expected. But at the same time, we're not trying to have that stigma. That's why they're taking all the homeless people out. They're trying to clean up the fucking streets, although they're not going to fully do it. You get what I'm trying to say? At the end of the day, all I'm saying from a business standpoint, that's not cool. From an L.A. person that doesn't live in L.A., but from L.A., that's cool because I know tagging is part of L.A. But do we want it? No, we don't want it. Some parts, yeah, because that's what we're seeing when you see the Kobe mural and all that shit. Yeah, that's dope right there. But you're tagging fucking names that no one fucking knows. Yeah, it's gonna look dope because you got a yeah. 60, just because you don't know sixty floors. There's a you know whole fucking community that knows each other like that. No, I know. There's a tagging community. I know. They all know each other, bro. Bro, they know I, the tags. I know because I'm Mexican and I grew up in that shit, so I understand that. And I'm from LA. I grew up in LA. My family grew up in LA, so I'm really from LA. But all I'm telling you is that's why they're gentrifying this fucking city to get rid of this shit. So the more money can come to L.A. You're from East L.A. Just kidding. No, I'm from L.A. I'm from, from all LA. over L.A. E from E-la. East L.A. is different. Bro, you're from Texas. That, but it's still different. L.A. L.A. is different than you're East L.A. You're far from here. You're not even hey, L.A. Hey, what do you ask from native. L.A.? I'm from Orange County. You're you not like, from L.A. You like You're Kobe from the Valley. You're not from L.A. Great, but you're not from L.A. Now, I know, so but, I but if, you're from, uh, if, you're from West, if you're from West L.A., you're not from L.A. You're from West L.A. You're from the West Side. But if you're from if you're from LA, if you're living here, because I lived there over ten years, I know you know what I mean. Where because when I first came, I'm like I told my friends I'm moving to LA <laughs> and I'm in Victorville, <laughs> and then you go nah that's up the hill. When you start learning, oh that's up the hill. Yep. Then when you're San Bernardino, you're going down the hill. You know what I mean. Then when you go into the the uh, Rancho Cucamonga area, that shit looks luxurious to you. Feel me? Then when you come down more, it gets more and more and more tight and tight and squeezing. And then the areas are like that. Now you have over. 11 million people just in the downtown area alone, you feel me? That's downtown LA. That's not even LA, do you feel me? That's part of LA. But then then you have Compton, which claims that's that part of, that's Compton. Not gonna, He's not going to say, I'm from LA, you know what I mean? But depending who you're asking on a person, if you're like more based on the culture and then you have a lot of different friends from different backgrounds and stuff, and you start seeing their, their life aspects and you're like, 
like you're like okay there's more to life than that i even see why do people just stay in a certain area and why are, and then you start really opening your eyes up to this shit right and then people really are proud of where they're from and some people really like fucking showing that off you know what i mean i have no problem with that but it's not cool to go tag up buildings that are currently going on or some project that's currently building up you know what i mean but I do understand your point in the business aspect and everything in the house. But like he said, too, that's what I was trying to make the point. They're trying to send a message to these motherfuckers like, hey, yo, what the fuck is up with this shit? You feel me? Because even I look at this shit every day and I tell my parents, bro, I'm telling everybody right here, I'm going to buy those buildings. You feel me? I really manifested this motherfucker. One thing, if they don't do it, I'm going to do it. There's two fuck, two hotels or one hotel and two fucking Rent like you can rent that whole out. You can have a skyscraper to the right one. I looked at these motherfucking things for such a long time. I had time to think about this shit. And it looks and better I, without it. I would still buy that motherfucker because it's so legendary. Remember that building that got tagged up to the thing? It's a person who's buying it. Remember the building that got tagged up past tense. You're not going to buy it. And I bought that building. And I fuck. Hey, that shit. And it's legendary <laughs> tags. Cat. Not just any tag. To be blunt. It's not, those are legendary tags. It's, if, I buy, if I buy a building right now, randomly that's tagged right now, I go, I'm like, damn, this is ugly as fuck. It's tagged right there. But those buildings are super nice. They just painted over it with a little paint. You know what I mean? That's not, they're painting that hole and spraying it. You know what I mean? Just painting yeah, it. You can remove it. Sell it like you can that. remove it. it okay. Uh, you're not going to build out like that. Eventually, you have to clean that hole up. Eventually, wipe the windows down because it's been dirty for three years anyway. So now it's going to get a better clean. <laughs> that bitch is going to be shinier. I'm not going to lie to you, but it's always going to be forever remembered, bro. That's never going to be forgotten. It's part of LA now. You know what I mean? Even if they clean them hoes up, motherfuckers got together, brought people together. It brought a community together and it brought, showed how, how creative LA is in general because we get black. We're blackballed. Not going to lie to you. Our artists don't get caught up on no top. You feel me? Me, a motherfucker make an artist rap or a rap artist song or any single thing in LA that shit don't get out country whatever that shit comes from everywhere else those artists have to get out of LA to go do that to not get blackballed you know what I mean but it's to the point where the city it's all good it's all it's to the point where the city is eventually gonna shine is eventually gonna get his moment and all these creatives are gonna get their time there's so many different type of graphic designers clothing companies all this stuff right y'all guys stay down till you come up you know what I mean and that's what it showed me bros people coming together is so beautiful that's why I understand your perspective as a business owner but I under uh, also understand the community looking at this shit like hey yo I see this every fucking day like this looks like shit y'all haven't moved anything Sometimes I see trucks going in there. Like a year ago, I seen one truck going in there and taking a couple steel things and walking out. I don't know if there's a people's truck or like some type of thing, but I'm like, this shit's ugly as fuck right here. Like even if you look down, all the steel shit sitting right there. But now that shit's all graffiti. You don't even look at that steel shit's in there. You look up up top, like damn, that shit's like, how they get up there? <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's all I gotta say to it. We all both have our opinions, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I just feel that way. Yeah, but you're just trying to make it. I okay. understand. You're trying to make it I okay. I understand. It's okay. I feel you guys. One yeah. last thing. Let me chime in on that. Go ahead. Just put it in perspective, right? What if, what if, like, LA was like, yo, we're going to use these buildings and we're going to put the homeless people in there, but we're not cleaning up the graffiti. It's going to remain that way. Yeah, fuck out of here. Wouldn't. Do, How would you feel about that? It, no, it wouldn't because the wouldn't. Staples Center is such a prime real estate. It, it's probably one of the most prime real estate right now in LA. Just general commercial real estate alone. That property right there is worth so much. Is right in front of the Kobe statue, right in front of the crypto center, in the prime heart of downtown, and it's the tallest, one of the tallest buildings there. So, so they went do some, it. something like that would just never happen because we live in a. There's no homeless people in that area. Certain type of. 
there's no tents. Where that's there's nothing. Upon. Right. There's no. You can't. There's no graffiti in my. Or it's uh, in it's place considered or ghetto still. It's considered. It's just not looked at as something that people want. Only from like you, if you're someone who vandalizes or tags on on property, then you're gonna look at that as art. Or if you're just like you don't give a fuck, then yeah, you're. Gonna you look ever at, seen a tagger tag something? I personally don't give a fuck, so that's <laughs> yeah. why it's cool to look at. But like I, I'm speaking on things of more of like a, like a realistic type of angle. You know what I'm saying? I guess I would say, not on just something where it's like, like a I don't care visual creative type of shit. Oh, those people are artists. No, I don't look at it like that. I'm like, go do, go buy, go buy a billboard, put money in on a billboard with all your fucking taggers and go tag on that bitch. Do it the right way. Don't do it on like where you're vandalizing. <laughs> It's funny, right? Know, but, but, it's it, but, but it's not wrong, though. But it's funny. It sounds hilarious. No one's going to buy that property right now. They haven't bought it in the past three years, so I wouldn't be surprised. I bet you that person put up billions of dollars. What if that, that bitch sells the next week? It could. They just They're like, it. oh, shit. This is a landmark now. <coughs> we can get motherfuckers moving here. <laughs> hey, this is the floor they were tagging on. <coughs> or they're going to get a group of investors. It's always it's always a group. It's all bro. That property is worth like over a hundred million, probably. No, probably I'm way, close to a billion. It's something. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. It, it's like three it, buildings, right? Two. It's probably in a couple. It's like it's probably three billion, bro. Yeah. It's because you own the land and those buildings are so fucking like modern <laughs> with balconies. It's like really beautiful. Even moving in there, if you get a whole floor, that shit would be player, but the rent would be ten k. 8K, yeah. you know what I mean? Minimum I, six. They ain't putting no homeless people there. No. <laughs> no, no, no They're putting them on, hey, you can go ahead and go to, you can have this area. We call the Skid Row. That's what they did. You think they're ever going to get rid of Skid Row? No, they built the housing and stuff already there. They've been still building it. They build it every day. It's homeless housing. That's why people are moving out, bro. But more people are coming There's in. There's so many people on this planet. People can go anywhere, but they choose to be in L.A., which is hundreds of millions of people live together. Most of the people are, I feel like, are like in that. LA, well, you can go anywhere. They choose to. They choose to live here. They can go. No, that's my point. That's what I just said. Most of the people like that it. are in L.A. aren't from L.A. They just move from L.A. That's why they're like, oh, I'm gonna pay it. I'm gonna pay it. Whatever is L.A. They like it. Yeah. That's what happens. That's what the great great grandpas did, and they went to Texas, and they're really not from Texas. Mm -hmm. They're from somewhere too. So it's just like we're not from here. I think we can be from anywhere, but if you're born here, it's kind of different because then you're actually here through a certain period of time. But I was raised here, and I feel like you guys I, talking about moving out of LA a lot. No, not moving out of LA. Yes, I, I'd say buy a house in LA. Cap. I never. I will. I bro. I tell never say I'm gonna move out of LA. I'm just gonna buy houses everywhere. You've talked to me about this. I wouldn't know. My brother, everybody did. I wouldn't move out of. <laughs> I told myself. I already told myself this. Why would I do that? <coughs> I, I literally committed myself when I was younger. I said, "I'm about This is my motherfucking house. Feel me? If I would get a house here, it would be somewhere in LA. We'd have some land. You feel me? There's a lot. We've been to places. I'm Beverly like, bro, Hills. I didn't even, Beverly Hills is not LA. No, that's not LA. Calabasas is not LA. Mm -mm. The Valley Porter Ranch. That's the Valley. Hidden Hills. That's the Valley. I'm just saying. Yeah. Y'all motherfuckers are looking for houses that, out of L.A. I thought you was talking about a different state. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you from L.A. or are you from L.A.? No, because you guys are going to move out of L.A. eventually. 
I know that. And you guys know you if have If I find to. a house in LA that's fire, I'll buy a house in LA that's fire. You never know where the world could take you. We'll see. I'm not I'm not going to uh, fucking the outskirts of Rancho Chujamanga for show. Hey, if you're out from out there, that's cool, though. I don't know what y'all do on the weekends. Drive to LA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they drive to LA. Yeah, for sure. <coughs> hey, Bird, who do you got for the Super Bowl, bro? The Chiefs. Why? Patrick Mahomes, you can't bet against him? Experience. I think this is a big moment for, what's his name, Purdy? Brock Purdy. Big moment. I think the players around Purdy make him good. Yeah, but at the end of the day, the quarterback is like the number one position. I feel like if San Francisco plays good, they'll do it, but I feel like the NFL's, NFL refs are going to rig this motherfucker because Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has, this can bring more money. It's already bringing more money. They They're charging there. a fucking $2 million for a suite. Bro, That's it's, crazy. It's set, so it's a record high for the $2 million for the suite, right? But it's also, everyone loves watching Super Bowl fucking yeah. commercials, like the Dorito commercials, like fucking, what is it called? All the auto insurance commercials. Yeah, Mayhem. it's the most watched event every year. And it's different commercials, new commercials, not the same boring commercials on there. Who the fuck watches commercials but Super Bowl? They pay a lot of money for commercials. Yeah, that was the only time. Like I one, two million dollars for commercials, yeah. right? This year you're charging seven they get million. With that shit. And sometimes there's funny ass ones too. Don't touch my mom. Don't touch my Doritos. Yeah, classic. <laughs> you feel know I me? Mean? But they're charging seven fucking million dollars now. Three That's times crazy. as much. These big ass multi-billion dollar brands have it, but that is a shitload. That's two hundred thirty-three thousand dollars every one second. They're probably gonna make like two to five billion just off commercials on well, Super Bowl. So they're making two. So they're making more than two hundred thirty-three thousand dollars a second. If you're looking at like the the money in there, because they got endorsements, they got uh, they got the NFL <coughs> contract paying them. The, I think the TV companies make the most out of this motherfucker, and then the NFL gets a cut out of this. The shit. network, the network, the network is but gonna make the most. I feel like the NFL can really sell themselves. Like, okay, if you don't get, we're going to CBS or we're going to something. You know what I mean? They do that. But yeah. I feel like NFL gets most of the cut now too, huh? Um, no, so... What do you think? So, uh, well, actually, yeah, I think I agree a little bit because there has to be, a, obviously, a contract with that in order for them to put it on that network. Like, if they went to Amazon, that'd be crazy, too. But uh, basically, I feel like most of the money is going to be towards the network, and then the Super Bowl or the NFL League is going to get a percentage of it because I feel like whoever's cashing out on the stadiums uh -huh. and buying the tickets, that's where they're going to get majority They're going to get money, money too. They bring yeah. money. But, the bro, like, I, and they even cut the commercials down. Usually it's, like, what, like two minutes long on a regular commercial or a minute and a half? They're only going to be doing, like, 30-second commercials they to said one, one minute, minute 30 long. 30 seconds to one minute. Yeah, yeah and think about that. You could squeeze in six, eight commercials They get more people paying them. And the NFL, these sports leagues, they do break commercials just for com uh, breaks or timeouts just for commercials. So you know they're going to make a couple billion just off commercials, bro. That's a shitload of money. And the craziest thing of it, thing is, if you look at the Super Bowl halftime, they don't pay the people. Yeah. So, like, last year it was a weekend, right? Or the year before? He had to pay a lot of money to get it set the way they wanted, right? And then this year, they never pay anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Next year, is that it's, it's in just New Orleans. And Lil Wayne was like, hopefully they choose me. You feel me? I got to go hard. They didn't even call me. You feel me? But the person that goes and gets chosen for there doesn't get paid. Yeah. It just gets advertising for the new album coming out or something. Yeah. Because what? They get a performance right there, for right right there, that they're like, bro, we make a million a second. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like, you're going to be on there for two minutes straight. What up? What up, Loki? Hey, the shout out Loki in the building. Come over here. Hey, put the chair, bro. Like, I need two minutes. I need two minutes to end this pod out. Hey, Matt, can you get a chair? 
Oh, this he is said, legendary. Oh, no, this man. is legendary. Hey, look at what hat I have on. I could have worn that one we releasing today. It's the guy that made my hat. You can sit down on that. That's perfect. We're gonna get you set up. We can get you set up right here. So yeah, we just we just let the people know we just dropped the hats. Now that we can say that the person behind the hats is this guy right here. Let's talk about the hats because there's only 100 every color. We don't even know they're going to be available after this podcast on Monday. But if there is, the link's right there again. Ha! Bring it in closer. Yeah. Hey, last time we made a draw with you, Loki, what happened? Sold out. And that has so many motherfuckers asking me, can I get one? Can I get one? No, it sold out. I don't know what to tell you. Now we got these. I'm loving the uh, presentation. Hey, can I see the hats? Look, I got them out so you can show them low-key. You, you feel out. me? I want you to present them. I was going to do it, but then you can really talk about it. How we really... <laughs> tell how organically, how like we got on a current call and tell you what I wanted, and then I told you. Feel me? Yeah, everything was organic with him, man. <clears throat> he literally called and was like, I want the, I want the, uh, <laughs> with the American flag with the bear. <laughs> Dope. I want this quote. It's a Nipsey quote. I'm like, all right, bro. The highest human act, there, too. So, what know, is the Nipsey quote? The highest human act is to inspire. And then we got three colorways. We got black. We got uh, blue, blue. We got red. You killed it with the gas tank and the pink backing on the uh, established, bro. And the hat pin with the chief on top. Like placing everything. Every bro. single Man, thing that you shit. did was beautiful. Even the lacing from the blue and the black hat is different from the red hat if you look at it, right? It, yeah. it has pink lacing. And all three underneath, all three brims is uh, pink. And look what it says. Tell them. You have to think high in order to rise. It's, uh, I'm getting high, thinking high. Yeah, that's a good cap. I'm, I'm, I'm... And then the quality of the the material that had alone, there's so it has many weight. different different types of trucker hats. This one, you could feel the weight. You could just feel the texture of it. It's just quality. It's a fit in a trucker mix. Yeah, yeah. I have to give it that that more feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell about talk so say like you came on here before the, for the people that don't know. You feel me? So, tell them about your company. Oh yeah, my name's Low Key. I'm a designer. I have my own hat brand called More Cap, M O U R C A P. Look um, at this bucket you dropped, bro. Yeah, that's the bucket too. Satin well, inside. Come on, man. The hats is dope, though. I love the hats. Hey, it was just your I, birthday, I, by the way. I had to look. Happy birthday. I had to put the gas on. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. How was your birthday? Hold on, sorry. A little Shit, shine birthday, on you. No, no. Birthday was birthday was good, man. I can't complain about it. Pops took me to Steak 48. That shit was ass. I love that spot. I hated it. What? I did not like it. Ungrateful. <laughs> What'd you order? Ungrateful. <laughs> What'd you order? Man, I ordered from Appetizer. <laughs> appetizer, we had the lobster rolls. And I ordered the uh, uh, the, nope. devil, the shrimp deviled eggs. Okay. Then I had the lobster escargot. Okay. That was an appetizer, right? Okay. The course, I had a little 11-ounce uh, filet. Of course. And I had the... Uh, the king medium crab, or well? A uh, medium well. Medium, you I gotta get, do medium because it cooks through yeah, and I sits. Get, I get medium well. Okay, all okay. Still it goes to your shit well right. done by Slightly the time peak. it's done resting. Yeah. No, no, no. I always get medium well. Then I had the uh, the king crab macaroni. Cheese. Okay. The, the praline yams was good. Okay, the king okay. crab ravioli. I, I mean, how was that? It was mid, bro. So what? Are, so what? I like mean, it wasn't you. flavored enough. It, it wasn't, was mid. Yeah. You should like, call the chef over. Nah, you, wait, did you get all. the the butter biscuits before? So I got the I got the dessert. The dessert was fire. You didn't get the butter biscuits? No, I didn't. The bread, bro. The bro. Oh, actually, I did. We did. They, that's they what I got out. No, no, you that's get, one you of get, the main things I go there You can't eat too many of them. No, I had the butter biscuits. You get full. Bro, that shit was mid. Damn. I, I, I dined out a lot, bro. They, see, they said low-key's here. We're going to make it mid for you. Bro, they said big I, chief here. We're going to make I, the best. Me, personally, like that's one of my favorite steak spots right now. Nah, like, man, I couldn't. I was I was disappointed. 
because I wanted to go there. That was that was my first time, and I was highly disappointed. I'm disappointed. Steak four day let me down. The <laughs> dessert was amazing. I ordered that vanilla, whatever yeah. it was, something. That shit was fire. All right, all and right. That, that was great. But everything else, I didn't even finish the food, bro. I was just done with it. I'm grateful. Took How old steak, are you now? Took the steak, uh, gave it to the dog, man. I'm grateful. How old are you now? Trey five, man. 25, young as fuck. No, no, Trey five. Oh, man. 35, yeah. young as fuck. God damn. Yeah. Nah, young as fuck, bro. That's you're in your prime. You're in your prime yeah. for sure. Yeah. You don't feel Nothing. 35, do you? God damn. Right? Nah. nah. Nah, feeling good about everything. Yes, sir. Hey, your hat right there, bro, is so fire, bro. I, I almost know where some hats, man. Hey. I only got one. I got all of them. You only got one? I got one you gave me. It still flies, fuck, though. <sighs> bro, the green one. I got one in the car. Bet, bet, hell yeah. Remember the green one I had? Appreciate you. Remember uh-huh. the green and the yellow one I had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made the blue version of this one. That's what this is. Bro, hats such a big part of LA right now and a lot of other places. like Fitteds, so caps, truckers. Today's the official drop of these? Yeah, it yeah, just dropped official. at 4.20 p.m. Uh, this is Friday right now. Hit the link yeah. in the bio. Hey, let's see how this is going. After this pod, I'm going to uh, check out how it went. You know what I mean? For the first hour of the drop. But yeah, other than I other, didn't, I didn't even know I was walking into this. Man. Yeah, we I didn't know, know either. I feel set up. What What's big for you this year, bro? You got any bigger plant, big plants you yeah, working on right Vegas. now? I took off to Vegas on Monday for my trade show. You're well, the second ever Big Chief collab. Seriously? Yeah. Like for real, for real? Yeah. Dead I don't ass. know. We did Uzumaki. <laughs> I don't know. No, I do. We did Uzumaki mm-hmm. with AD, and mm-hmm. then we did the hats with you. And the oh, shirt. Right. So the shirts was the first the shirt one. Shirt was the first thing. And then this is well, actually the hats were made before the shirt. People don't yeah, know. the hats were made we before. Being, the we didn't realize the it. hats were made the hats nine months ago. Long. We R and D the fuck out these hoes. The hats were actually created hey, but last yeah, year. Sorry, last summer. I want him to answer. Yeah, I don't know. Let me take our time. This, creating. You killed it with this, bro. What's going on with more caps? What's big? What's going on? Any big contracts? What? what? Uh, He's definitely wearing some of the newest collection. I'm wearing one of them as well. I just the blue one. I don't got so the black like one. I dropped a, uh, the blue everything LA snapback. Uh-huh. I did New York now, so I got a New York snapback. The oh, love jacket. Shit. I got a release. The love jacket. I made that shit last year, too. That shit was getting a lot of compliments, yeah, too. Yeah, that's for this, uh, this other clothing brand I designed for. A ghost design for. That green one you gave me, I don't know if you released it. The one with the uh, face on there is like the green jacket that I took from the box. from downstairs right before I was leaving out the other day. Oh yeah, that's one that really Bro, that one was gus. So everything that you create is pretty fire, bro. It's right. It's like when you get a t-shirt, I give him my t-shirt right. I'm like, hey bro, can you cut this correctly? He'll <laughs> cut it, you will cut it, and that and then people were like, Where'd you get that shirt? You feel me? I'm like, it came like this. Like, cause they have it like that too. Like, how come mine's not like that? Nah, so it's like how long about me cutting all these shirts and sweatshirts now. Oh shit! Anything, bro. If I yeah. I give him a fire Louis Vuitton yeah. shirt, he'll cut up. I don't know. I got a homie right now waiting for me in Vegas. He was like, he had the cleaners about to get a chop. He said, "Where should I have him cut it so I can have to sleep?" And I'm waiting till you get here. I'm like, <laughs> you don't want to fuck, let them fuck it up. Yeah. So that, yeah, I'll be in Vegas for the trade show. That's dope. For project. That's big then. Yeah, I'll be there for. I'll be there uh, at the sourcing show. I know. I, I Wednesday we, we got something going on Wednesday. Remember the project shows that day too. Week too. No, yeah, it's two. It's, it's uh the thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. Okay, the 13th, I'm going to go swing by, and I'm going to, uh, if I make it in time, I'm going to mm-hmm. go to the show mm-hmm. uh, for, because I have to go to my thing for like three days, fuck it, straight, mm-hmm. bro, I'm not going to lie to you, because I got to be there, uh, but other than that, I'm going to stop by this, uh, your show, but I'm mm-hmm. going to go to Sourcing, but I found a guy, I'm, I'm not going to gatekeep for you guys on Instagram, Sourcing's this good. motherfucker goes to the whole Sourcing man. show, and he goes boot by boot, and he gets their card, and uh, and he shows uh, the MLQ, like MLQ, like minimum order, Limit order, and then uh, 
what, what else he does? He goes, what companies do you work with, right? So one company was like, I work with Young Law. He was like, who? Young Law. He was Young LA. And he goes, what, what's the minimum has? They go, it was only 50. How many did they order? Well, 4,500, 7,500 7, sometimes. And then they go, oh, you're doing pretty, they're doing pretty well per each color. And they're like, how much per hat? They go, 350. And I'm like, 250. And I'm like, straight from fucking China. And it's dude, if you go down there, it's like straight there, but it's different if you want to, it's like for people who want to create their brands. And I definitely recommend it for them because look, they'll have the same thing for Fashion Nova that you can have or some other that shit that's Nike. You feel me? They're in there too. I'm telling y'all. I walked around like, who do y'all do for? They're like, Burton. And I'm like, for snowboarding? And I'm like, all right, let me get this contact. I got the fuck, all their fucking uh, information. A great networking place. Bro, that's probably one of the best networking places. If y'all watch this on Monday, book a flight to the project show, walk that. You, uh, you can go to Magic, but Magic's mostly like women's fashion. But then you can go to Source. Source is good to pick up zippers, fabric. Patches, people. Patches. I got unlimited, pa- like, I can order two patches from China and they'll come. Type of shit like that. I went. I met him at uh, the project show. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, before the whole. The I love going show. to that shit, bro. Before everything, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And I, and I, and I, I was like, this is lit. I had a little golf thing, a little putting thing up there. And I was hitting that hole with Truman. Everything, like, falls in place, bro. Yeah, everything falls in place. Our bucket's going to be out. different, huh? Oh, yeah, the big chief bucket. That one is okay, going to be... MJ been pressing me over the big chief bucket. Like, yeah. Right, hey, do. but we got to do this one first. Then we got to go move on. And I got a lot of dope merch dropping too. And then we're going to do limited drops for every single thing. And then we're going to do it often. So people always get a chance to get something. You know what I mean? Then hopefully a lot of people tune in to get the drops more and more. And mm-hmm. we're going to keep putting more quantities out. You know, it's never going to stay at 100. It might go up more. Yeah, I'm gonna hit you. I want to drop a, a, a AMG le- leather le- uh, Letterman jacket, like a varsity vibe. Yeah, I'm working on you Letterman jacket right now. You could definitely do that for me. Hey, bro. we'll work some. Oh, hey, another some thing fun. I need to tell you: to drop my clothing line in fall. <coughs> oh shit! Talk about yeah, my personal clothing. Line. You already have it uh, tra- uh, trademarked and everything. You got the name? Yeah, more, more. Yeah. I like that. How are you gonna spell it? Like I do the M O R M U R M O U R. I've been sitting on this clothing line since 2019. Hey, I need that more. I need some more. I can't wait finally for that, about bro. That. It's finally getting done. I already Give got me the some more, pause. Up, so it's like, bro, because it's like, you're killing it just with the hats. I can't wait to see where even, like, your vision goes. You know what I'm saying? Like, how Because the thing about more. designing for other people, you got to do the mix about what they want. Yeah. You, know, you got to curate to this person's style, what he envisions. Because a lot right. of people, I feel everyone knows how to design, but everyone just can't formulate their thoughts of how they want to get, get it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. feel like everyone's an artist. Yeah. Just how I actually look at things, but everyone can't formulate the How do you get there? It's a gift, bro. It's a God-given gift. Yeah, I God gifted me. I just see things differently. Like, honestly, I can't even lie to y'all. People watch. Like, yeah. If I get bored of one more inspiration, I hit the Grove. Or I hit somewhere where a lot of people are that are fashionable. Yeah. Just look at fashion. Like, mix colors together by looking at what he's wearing or what you're wearing. I can, like, oh, shit, that blue in that olive are hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dope, Just dope. beautiful. Shit like that. Yeah. You took the L.A. fitted hat to the next level, bro. I could tell you that. You're one of them. And I know a lot of L.A. hat kingpins. That's ideally what I wanted to do. I wanted to start with just fitted caps. But it's, like, at a production standpoint, everyone's, like, everyone's... You know what I'm saying cap size balls is gonna be different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm There's saying? different categories in the fitted hat game for real, for real. So that's why I had to go. Some people got the upside down shit. Some people got the uh, like side curve shit. Some people got certain mm-hmm. things to the LA. Uh, some people got like the LA with the palm tree on their mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? I but, always keep my logos reversed and, and diagonal. 
<laughs> Joe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just like, different. You know, yeah, it's yeah. the artist thing. Like, you know how certain graffiti artists does something, Joe? Mm-hmm. It's like they do the same thing with that, you know? I've been doing it. You guys don't know this. You can just see how bro's so in tune and passionate about this shit and it's calm about it. Love that. Hell yeah. I love it, man. That's my pops always told me. He said you can get a you can get a nine to five. You can the job you're working every day of your life. He said you find out what you love to do, your passions, like you never work. Yeah. Pops the goat. Yeah. Spoke Pops the truth. The goat, man. Spoke the truth. Is the goat. Give yes, him that. sir. Well, yeah. Hey. Thanks hit, for yeah, hit our direct ahead. to consumer. Get you some big chief. It's in the link below. You can hit the QR code right there too. QR coding up for you. You know what I mean? Yes, Don't miss sir. out on these hats if get they're the available. Caps, man, get the weed. Y'all gas is fire. I mm. always got to admit to y'all. y'all big chief. Hey, a lot of new drops coming this year. Uh, going to Vegas next week and got a Hidden Hills drop. I did a Hidden Hills shoot, but we'll talk about that next week and That's give you some BTS the things. I was looking at. The, but I send y'all some BTS guys on the next pod, so stay tuned for that. Uh, go shop AMG. Go get these fucking shop hats. more cap. Shop Big Chief. See ya. See ya. Llama, llama, red pajama, I feel along with I'm a mama, uh-huh, uh-huh Baby, llama wanna drink, llama, llama at the sink, uh-huh, uh-huh